Welcome and engage. You are listening to the first episode of the Social Commentary Podcast, a podcast that comments on social acts, cultural behaviours, concepts and everything else. This podcast aims to rearrange your ideas and pushes you to not only understand other perspectives, but to position yourself in that perspective. This podcast will be hosted by yours truly, Ayaba. Today's topic is Religion is a Sin a controversial statement made by Mimi. I met Mimi at Sarah's on a module and we were having a conversation on religion and the statement came up. I thought I should unpack what I thought. I will stress I am in no way campaigning for this statement or fully support it, but I will speak on why I'm not totally opposed towards it. This is just my personal evaluation. I will deviate from the conventional definition of religion and come from the vantage point that religion is a sin. Religion is an institution that regulates and controls mass population to distract them away from the personal agendas of individuals or small groups of people. It is divorced from spirituality and faith. Bear in mind that these are two different concepts. Spirituality is concerned with the soul. It is distinct from our bodies and cannot be measured to produce a set of data. It is unique and its values differ for whole communities or cultures and individual persons. On the other hand, faith is the complete trust and spiritual conviction in something. It is not just an acceptance or belief. Now, returning to the idea that religion is a sin because of the way it regulates and controls people. Historically, religion plays a major role in the rupture of cultural development and the destruction of a people's self-conception. Religion was instrumental in the justification of transatlantic chattel slavery. It justified scientific explanations that stripped away the humanity of black Africans. Also, religion supported the belief or the creation of blackness as the antithesis to whiteness the beastly versus the humane. This entrenched hierarchies and systems where blackness and black people were not only a race, but a historically loaded ideology, where black people globally have been ascribed a low status in global society and constantly deal with anti-black sentiments, even in non-white but non-black majority countries. Religion has perpetuated these beliefs in every superstructure and sphere of influence in the world humans have made for themselves. In my opinion, racism towards black people is constantly being adapted. In new ages, in new eras, in new contexts, we see how religion can be switched from overt to covert methods, where passive and microaggressive subtle forms of racism make you question are you being paranoid or are you really being a victim of racism and in most cases you are but because I'll say the game has been switched up you know you're not aware of it at first but there's just this feeling that something is not right nonetheless going back to religion 
relating during the transatlantic chattel slavery, justified slavery specifically by pushing the idea that to serve your master is a good thing. First Peter chapter 2 verses 18 to 20 states, Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to, to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering, because they are conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, that is commendable before God. Religion, in my opinion here, was a mechanism through which black people's buyer power were controlled and managed by Europeans. Control over their minds and culture which has led to the alienation of black people from themselves. Particularly when you look at the skin bleaching epidemic in black communities. English as a measure of intelligence and the need for validation from anything European or white. And of course, this is not true to every black individual, but across black communities in the world, it is a problem. You cannot deny that there is these issues of skin bleaching, seeing English as sophisticated as opposed to indigenous languages, or this seeking of validation from anything white. No doubt this comes from ideologies perpetuated or created during transatlantic chattel slavery and colonialism. Hence, religion may be considered a sin because with regards to transatlantic chattel slavery, it was one of the key components maintaining it. However, it should be noted that religion as an independent concept, a force of its own and not just a phenomenon of humans, can be seen as merely a tool to support an agenda or persuade mass populations to subscribe to certain principles. Religion itself is not the issue. Perhaps the issue is humans who, according to the political ideology conservatism, are self-seeking, insecure beings or creatures. This doesn't mean it is always a negative entity. For instance, Christian and Islamic principles have been used to encourage people to look out for others and help those that are less fortunate. Religion can be a positive concept. Religion does have its merits. Besides, a group of Americans are using the religion Satanism and the statue of Bethlehem to protest for the separation, a strict separation of state and the church. This goes back to the belief that religion is just a tool manipulated for an end. Religion could be just like, or is just like any other ideology or system, whether it be capitalism or neoliberalism or feminism where humans rally around a particular idea to further their agenda. And this doesn't mean that it is negative or unhealthy for the necessary 
development of humans, all humans. Lastly, in the name of communism, Uyghur Muslims were heavily or still are persecuted in China because their religion was not seen in accordance with communist belief. Even now, allegedly, Uyghur Muslims are being placed in concentration camps for re-educational purposes in China. Now we must finally come to the end of this commentary. At the end of every episode, I will recommend resources, materials that relate to the topic. It may not always be strictly related. So today I recommend In Sorcerer's Shadow, a memoir of apprenticeship among the Songhai of Niger by Paul Stoller and Cheryl Olks. I was a bit apprehensive when I picked this book because it seemed to follow the anthropologist line of inquiry where you go to the other to codify something far removed from their world view, something they can never truly understand because they were just not socialised to view that world. In this case, a spiritual world, a world of magic that is a great shift from the author's background. Coming from an anthropological background, I find anthropologists are often disconnected from the world they seek. Nonetheless, I do urge you to read Paul Stoller's Sojourn Among Sorcerers in the Republic of Niger. It does present a perspective that is sure to rearrange your thought processes. The second source I recommend is A Place for Us by Fatima Fahin Mirza. It gives an insight to a first-generation Indian Muslim-American experience in America and how the family navigates between religious duties, cultural duties, family duties and personal fulfilment. This book looks at intersection and deeply examines abstract concepts such as love, identity and belonging. If you wish to contact me, I can be reached at ayabur96 at outlook.com. Thank you for listening to Soaz Radio. You can find more episodes or podcasts at soazradio.org. This is The Social Commentary.